This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, welcome to MLB.com Extras. Today we are talking Brewers baseball. We bring in Adam McAlvey of MLB.com who graciously covers the Brewers for us. Let's jump right into it. We got some news out of Brewers camp today. That's where we will start. Uh, Catcher Stephen Vogt is going to miss two to three weeks with an injured throwing shoulder. How is this going to impact the Brew crew? Well, he was one of two candidates for their second catcher spot. They're going to go with Manny Pena as one of the guys. And then it was Jet Bandy, who's out of options. And Vote, who really worked hard all winter on improving his throwing. He threw out only one of 28 runners, base stealers, last year after the Brewers picked him up off waivers from the A's. So that was a big focus of his. So terrible luck, whether all that work in the offseason contributed to coming in and getting sore right away and can't. Yeah, I don't know that there's a clear answer for that, but it definitely sets him back. And it's going to make it a tough call for the Brewers. Vote's a two-time All-Star. They love the bat. They really, though, needed to see what he could do defensively to go with him over Bandy, who, like I said, is out of options. The other thing for Vote to remember is uh, he's signed to avoid arbitration, and those one-year deals are non-guaranteed. So if the Brewers end up like he, you know, he just they can't get a good enough look at him to be confident that that project worked out, they could let him go at the end of camp, and we'll have to see if he can get back before the end of uh, spring training games. All right, the plan is to have Ryan Braun make his first base debut today. How much time is yep. he actually going to see at first base with Eric Thames on this team? Well, look, it's two separate questions. How much is he, time is he going to see in spring training? The answer is a lot because this is a totally new position. Remember, he came up as an infielder. He played third base the year he won NL Rookie of the Year. And fielding grounders was not the problem. It was the throws. So they're really confident that he's going to be fine with, like, fielding and catching the ball. But it's all the other little things at first base that is totally new to him. And they are going to try to play him in a lot of these Cactus League games to get used to positioning, shifting, simple things like going and finding the bag to take a throw from an infielder. It's so natural for a guy who's played first base for his entire career for Ryan Braun. That is new. Cutoffs and relays, first and third plays, all these different things that go into playing that position. It is a harder position than people give credit for, I think. And Ryan Braun is a smart baseball player. Uh, Like I said, has some history as an infielder. They think he'll pick it up. But it's just a matter of going through and getting the experience of it. So we'll see today. This first game, they thought, you know, somewhere three or five innings, get a couple of at-bats. They hope he gets lots of action over there at first base and, and kind of begin this process. All right, Ryan Braun, Christian Yelich, Lorenzo Cain, Domingo Santana. That is a lot of talent for three outfield spots. How's Craig Council going to work this all yeah. out? Well, look, this plays into the Ryan Braun at first base thing. The idea is not to have Ryan Braun become the first baseman. The idea is to have him get some at-bats at first base to free up plate appearance for those guys in the outfield. And I think one of the things to remember is the way that GMs build their teams now, they build their teams for depth. And it's no longer three outfielders, one first baseman. It's no longer one guy at each position. 
um, it's a group of guys that you can fill games, uh, you know, and, and they sort of share the spots. So I think that's how the Brewers are looking at their outfield situation, their first base situation. And I think it's kind of on us to change the way we're looking at the way they're building this team. So it's a lot of guys. The possibility of a trade is very much in play. Um, but if they get to the regular season with all of these guys intact, I think Craig Council feels like there's enough at-bats to go around that he can get everybody in there. We'll just have to see what this roster looks like when they get to the end of March. Adam, you mentioned <laughs> Eric Thames, and you know we were talking a little bit about what kind of a player he is. And You mentioned he's one of your favorite players to cover, and you also wrote about how he's trying to chill out this year. How does he de-stress? Yeah. What's his go-to? Yeah, he's, he's one of my favorite players to cover because he's always got something interesting and unexpected, and he is a voracious reader. So coming into major or back to Major League Baseball, I should say, last year, he read a lot of self-help books. He, he reads a hitting book every offseason. This year, though, he kind of said he switched to literature, and he's reading The Count of Monte Cristo right now. It, I think maybe there's a little symbolism there. He's just a, he's a lot more relaxed the second time through. He knows what to expect in terms of the spring training grind, the grind of the regular season in Major League Baseball compared to what he had for the previous three years in the Korea Baseball Organization. He's just a more relaxed guy. He's got it. And I think maybe there's a little symbolism with his reading choices now. He's reading a little more for fun, where last year he was reading all that self-help stuff. All right, sounds good. We got Zach Davies on the mound today making his spring debut. What's the team saying they need from Davies this season? Well, more of the same would be nice. I mean, he was steady in terms of making his 30-plus starts last year. Um, he's going to come in in relief. The Brewers are doing introduction of their pitchers. The game came so quick this year that instead of uh, some extra live BPs, they're throwing these guys right into games for an inning or so. So we'll only see Davies for about an inning, and he might be the third guy out of the shoot. But he's a player who relies on command. That changeup is a really good pitch. Um, when he attacks hitters, he is a very good pitcher. And he's still really young. I mean, it's, it's, he looks really young, and he is really young. And I think that's something to remember as well. They've got right now three spots locked down with Chase Anderson, Zach Davies, Jolice Chassin. He's the starting pitcher today for the Brewers. Then they've got questions after those two. And that's kind of what this spring, uh, one of the big storylines down here is who's going to fill those final spots. The Giovanni Gallardo pitches today. He's in that mix. Wade Miley pitches tomorrow. He's in the mix. Some young guys. So they've got some decisions to make. Um, and we'll see if there's an addition before the end of camp. All right. Sounds good. We know that the Brewers got the chance to face off against Shohei Otani, which was pretty cool. Uh, Brett Phillips had an interesting reaction that you recorded. In yeah. case you missed it, uh, people who are watching, take a look. Uh, I don't know. He, the, on the fastball, I swung at and I fouled off. He did like, ooh, like, I don't know. So maybe like, I heard, I hear, I, I heard him say, I hear him say, ooh. So then I was like, oh, no, oh gosh, here, here comes all the off speed. So I got, uh, I only got to one fastball. Adam, it was so fun to hear him talk about it. Oh my gosh, he was like giddy. It was so cool. Uh, so what was the rest of the yeah. team's reaction to uh, seeing the two-way phenom there? Uh, that he's good. Uh, hard fastball, really good split finger pitch, uh, kind of as his changeup. Uh, Phillips saw one curve balls. That, that's a pitch of mine we'll, we'll mix in. Um, but look, they said it was it was straight too. So I think the hitters were the hitters are never going to give too much credit to a guy. And I don't think they wanted to give him too much credit here. They thought it was, uh, you know, they'd like other looks at him. By the way, they could get another look at him. There's, There's going to be, be a B game here at Maryvale Baseball Park 
on Friday where Otani is going to pitch. We'll see if any of the uh, Brewers big league guys get out there for at-bats, but it, it works. Uh, the Brewers have some relievers that they're going to start mixing in, and the innings will be helpful to get that done. So if anyone wants a little extra baseball here down here in Phoenix on Friday, 10 a.m. B game, you can watch Otani pitch, and you can hang around. And at 1 p.m., the Brewers play the Mariners at the field right next to me here. And then over on the minor league side, a team from Taiwan is coming in to play uh, some Brewers minor league guys. So we're going to have a ton of baseball on Friday if anyone is bored. Adam, thank you so much yeah. for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the action. All right. See ya. That's going to do it for us here on MLB.com Extras. That was our Brewers edition. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.